0: Welcome back to the Guess What Podcast episode number five. And if you could see me right now, you could maybe guess that it's been a weird couple of past days. I've been sort of in a bit of a funk, and that came out of nowhere, uh, or just like from some things building up. And then, so yeah, just been been feeling a bit weird Um, but at the same time I keep getting this super nice feedback where people tell me that it's so nice to hear me share my experiences and like the situations that I find myself in that they can relate to relate not relate, relate to and that just brings some comfort and makes people feel good and better and that's I love that that's exactly what I wanted to kind of achieve with this podcast, so I'm going to keep doing exactly that, which is also why today I want to share a bit of what's been going on in my head, I guess, and talk about it also for my own sake, just to get it out, you know, sometimes it helps to just talk about things, and I'm sometimes not so good with talking about my emotions, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's going to be, it feels like it's going to be a little bit more personal episode, we'll see and an um, important reminder or a disclaimer that i want to give is that even i'm saying that i haven't been feeling great the past few days um it's not me feeling sorry for myself i still get my shit done maybe just in a little less upbeat mood um because we're not going to feel sorry for ourselves we're going to get back out there get up and conquer keep conquering the world okay it's absolutely fine to feel not well sometimes, but then you just sometimes have to sit in it and you'll get over it and then everything is great again. So just just saying. Yeah, but as I said, I was feeling in a bit of a funk and then I was also sort of sick. And that always makes me really like moody because then I feel like so incapable of doing the things that I normally am able to do and when i'm at a point where i just want to do all these things be all over the place and like i said i like conquer the world and then i feel like i can't get anything done or feel so less um powerful then it just puts me in a bad headspace sometimes which is why i want to talk about the role of mindset and positive versus negative self-talk First of all, today. And we all have this internal dialogue going on in our head, right? Known as self-talk, which significantly influences our attitudes, beliefs, and behavior, which is crazy to me. And that can be based on logic and reasoning, but at the same time also be more like emotionally steered. So based on... Often based on your environment or social interactions that you have, or also unconscious thoughts and emotions, this is kind of reflected in your beliefs based on what you yet yeah, experience. I don't know if that made any sense what I just said, but you know, like you internalize these things from the outside, and I'm not saying that you just um, kind of copy paste but you what do you experience you kind of process and reflect on and then even subconsciously choose a way on how to adapt that in your like beliefs attitudes and value system Um, and I'm sure we can all picture a situation where we felt the effect of our environment and then how we ended up thinking about ourselves talking to ourselves, when I say talking to ourselves, I don't mean literally like not you standing there talking to yourself, but thinking um, in your head and kind of like the opinion you hold over yourself and how you judge without the negative connotation to it yourself. Um, so it's it's crazy how negative self-talk can affect us mentally and undermine our confidence and self-esteem and you're so much more critical with yourself you can get anxiety feel super stressed and also essentially decrease your like motivation and performance in (laughs) life and work and just getting things done so the impact of mindset and self-talk on performance due to the link to confidence and motivation is actually insane. So that's why it's even more important to check in with yourself and make sure that you keep the right mindset, which I know cannot, can be hard sometimes, and kind of um, practice positive self-talk to keep up your confidence and become be more resilient as well. Um because as strong as negative self-talk is and having a negative mindset can impact you so strongly negatively, the same effect goes for the positive side of it. So it's really, really important to weigh out the negatives and get into that habit of keeping up positive thinking, positive self-talk and building yourself up from within and that doesn't mean when I say positive thinking it doesn't mean that you're completely ignoring like the negative things or negative aspects of life less pleasant situations but it means that you have a different approach to um, unpleasant situations and go in with a more positive and productive mindset to make the best out of it and kind of either that, making the best out of it or at least hoping the best hoping for the best um, thinking the best is going to happen and not automatically thinking oh the worst is going to happen anyways you know, it's like this differentiation in mindset that's going to make a huge huge difference also with your self-criticism which I read an article and then Um, it's not that surprising but still funny how our brains work that um, self-criticism can positively affect your cognitive performance because when you're in the stage of feeling uh, less confident that can actually enhance your internal motivation and intention attention and intention to be better and perform better that's not everybody but like it makes sense but why can't that also um it should be more normal to be reinforced through positive um, affirmation and feeling positive about yourself to then be even more motivated to be even better um and in this whole um topic there's Almost a buzzword that always comes up, also a lot on social media. I think, which is imposter syndrome. A lot of people talk about that um, these days, which, by definition, means that mm. you're undermining, undermining. Sorry, I cannot speak today. Damn, what's going on? You're um, undermining your own beliefs in your abilities and accomplishments, which then leads you to feeling inadequate and doubting yourself, despite the very evident, obvious success that you have been achieving. So makes no sense. Um, and I feel like in my situation right now, dealing with a lot of the uncertainty that I've been sharing, uh, is that while I'm really embracing and also trying to trust the process, it can be hard sometimes because it is draining and frustrating um, along the way. And then I end up questioning my whole approach, again, my abilities, and if the goal that I'm working towards even makes sense. And even though I um, do have wins on the way, but then it's hard to remind yourself of them sometimes and keep everything in check and make it make sense in the bigger picture. Um, not Not only make sense, but like see the value and feel the value and kind of get reassured in that all the effort and work that you're putting in um will get you there so then i'm really also and just doubting myself and like i'm not a quitter but i <laughs> sometimes i'm just like should i just give up i won't but happens you know so the effect of this imposter syndrome also on your confidence and self-esteem can be present in yeah ver- various situations of life, what I just related it to to sort of the professional level, like work, but also when you're in a job and even though you're maybe highly qualified and you're delivering great results, you can get find yourself in situations where like, I feel like a fraud, I don't even know what I'm doing and just pretending. And then people, you always hear them say, fake it till you make it, which I'm all for. But it's even harder when you like when you really have very little foundation to base your fake it till you make it actions on, and then it's very hard to not question yourself sometimes. Um, that can also be in personal, personal situations with personal achievements, um, and relationships, friendships. I also have that sometimes where I wonder if um, like or like questioning friendships, like am I even being a good friend to someone or did the other person also just have a good time, like worrying about this kind of stuff, which is so stupid. Like if if then someone wouldn't spend time with you, I'm pretty convinced. So stop questioning everything for the negative, especially not Stop questioning things in general because I, it's important to reflect on things. But stop questioning things for the negative and more for the positive. And if you want to improve, sure, but don't like overthink. I hate overthinking, and don't even reinterpret interpret things into sni- things that are not there. Really, don't don't go down that rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, this sort of imposter syndrome is also very visible through the negative self-talk and self-doubt and undermining one's success. But I have to say that this often comes or you find yourself in a situation where you feel in position when you step out of your comfort zone and you do something that is new and that you feel uncomfortable with and maybe scared of. So it's actually a good thing. I would say so. if you feel like this, you know you're doing something right because you put yourself in a situation that challenges you and that has you questioning you, which then you just shouldn't give in to. So it's kind of like a nice check-in for yourself. I'm like, okay, that means I'm really like I'm on a way to, to grow. I'm pushing my limits. I'm out of my comfort zone, putting myself out there and I'm doing something that, is, um, that I'm unfamiliar with which is gonna benefit me a lot i just then shouldn't or when you get to the point where you're starting to question all your abilities then turn around and find that confidence again in yourself especially by reminding you that you wouldn't even be in this situation if you weren't confident and strong and capable to push yourself out of your comfort zone you see where i'm going so it's like a an indicator that you're doing something good, then you just have to make sure to not give into that and let that affect you through um negative self talk and self doubt and losing your confidence, but keep going. Kind of as a technique to combat the imposter syndrome on the side. Um, yeah, focusing on your strength and be self, be this self aware. And then you rebuild build a lot of self-assurance and resilience through that because you're like, no, actually, I don't need to doubt myself at all because I made it to this point And that's something that I can be very proud of and feel very accomplished for. So while I was thinking about these things related to, to mindset, I found a few areas, also like check-in points, just as the imposter syndrome before um where you can kind of address change if you feel like it so when you being self-aware when you reflect on yourself your thoughts your mindset i think it's very important to be able to filter the negative and positive and not let one thing overshadow the other so something is not only bad or only good. I mean, it's better if something is only good, but it's also very important to be able to see the nuances and not just like polarize things, good and bad, and no in between. Because then it's also easier for one thing to take over and overpower and feel a very strong emotion, which, yeah, if it's positive, that's nice. It's going to feel super good. But if then it's negative, it's the negative feeling is also going to be much, much stronger. And that goes with not dramatizing things, so making problems bigger than they actually are um, or expecting something to turn out horrible from the start. But kind of, like I said before, going in with a just more productive approach, at least neutral and being like, okay, whatever happens, happens. We're going to try to make the best out of it. And it does need to be a catastrophe. And also perfectionism. It's not very helpful in this whole scenario. And something that I also need to work on is not always taking things personal and not always directly taking the blame. I feel like that's something that stresses me sometimes. So when something goes wrong or turns out little bit bad or more negative than you thought it would that doesn't automatically have to be your fault of course it's important to reflect okay what was my part in this but it's not probably not going to be the end of the world so take your learning out of it but don't blame yourself and don't let it stress you too much i know this might be everything a little bit like unconcrete but i'm just kind of sharing what's been going on in my head and i'm In general really bad at giving examples. So sorry for that. I hope it still makes still makes sense. Um, Moving on from that another thing that has been on my mind and I'm still not 100% sure how to accurately put it into words but I'm gonna try and I feel like the most what sounds most fitting is the aspect of kind of finding the sweet spot between being tough and emotional on a daily basis, personal level, but also in a professional context. And what I mean by this is finding the balance, a balance between tough and emotional that feel right, feels right to me in on two levels. First, in how I present myself to others authentically in line with who I am, balancing those two things, tough and emotional. And then secondly, also what works for me to not feel like I have to sort of compensate for it for the way I am to the outside in like a setting with others. Then when I'm by myself feeling um, like a discrepancy. So let me try (laughs) to explain this a little bit. Um, When you're in a setting an external setting with other people and you're you're being more tough just because by how the situation evolves and then maybe afterwards I'm looking back at, s- at the situation and I'm thinking I would have wished for a more empathetic reaction of others but then I'm thinking I would have needed to be more soft and emotional and less tough to maybe get this reaction cuz it's like um i think what i'm where i'm trying to um go with this is like how you act people react and not everyone reacts different to how people act some people just um are the same with everyone but i feel like it's kind of this like reading the room and um emotional intelligence that you adapt your ways of engaging with people based on how they are and their personality Um, kind of comes through so then when I'm being more tough in a situation well afterwards I'm like oh I wish I would have actually received a more bit of a softer empathetic reaction that I could have maybe gotten if I would have been more soft and emotional in the situation Um, how to kind of manage that in the situation and also reflecting on it and kind of like closing this discrepancy in the future I honestly don't know if this makes any sense what I'm saying Um, but I'm just rambling and I would love to hear some some feedback on it if anyone has kind of thinking been thinking something similar or can help me to put it in better words Um, but yeah as a whole part of this gaining more confidence in my work profile and in a professional environment I was also concerned with a question of how I want to be perceived in a way that works for me but that I feel well with um, yeah to be perceived so while personally maybe I also have like a more emotional softer side than I sometimes act on it's because I feel like it's not going to be as well received or even the idea of showing that more makes me uncomfortable, which that's my own problem. Um, but then when I'm thinking of comparing it to some other friends that are very much, um, I don't want to say less tough, because then they're tough in a different way, but um, more soft and emotional. And I am um, i have to say that now I'm also thinking f- more feminine, but I don't want to stereo stereotype. It's just the association in my head. Um and for them it's it's totally fine and it works for them and but then if I think about me um acting in a similar way, I don't really see myself there because it doesn't match the idea of that I have in my head of myself at the moment. But I'm not sure if that's the right idea well that sounds really like i'm questioning my whole identity which i'm not it's just like do i want to be this really like tough almost not cold but you know the direction that i'm going to or a bit more soft and emotional but then i'm also just worried of not being taken serious or not being like assertive i think that's kind of like the balance that i'm um struggling with and then you also have maybe also where this is coming from, this societal and personal expectations, also gender norms in a way. But I'm not saying that men don't struggle with this or have these thoughts and internal dialogues as well in a um, whole different way because of the different attributes that we are kind of like given. Um, And then there's another big aspect that, comes with it for me is being empathetic and I'm very empathetic I would say and I like to accommodate people's feelings and needs but that again conflicts with assertiveness so an aspect of this is also the toughness and emotional intelligence meaning balancing your resilience and vulnerability through like making yourself vulnerable, but also showing vulnerability by kind of giving in to other people's needs, and again, this like reading the room and com- making every accommodating everyone and in social interactions, um, which is just something that I thought a lot about personally with. Yeah, even friendships, but then also in a professional context, of course, and um, potentially, (laughs) I'm saying this now, but where I'm just getting started on my career, but like when you want to develop into a leadership role, I actually had a really interesting conversation with one of my friends about that the other day. Like, how do you also keep this balance of not like finding your approach to um, leadership? without losing like your personal touch to it and being having good attributes of a leader and keeping your own qualities and that being what is my um, balancing points right now toughness and softness and emotionalness so yeah Um, that being said also authenticity plays a role sorry just lost my, <laughs> lost my train of thought besides um, empathy or empathy is a big part for me of then I guess being authentic but sometimes I yeah I don't have the answer to it all I'm just here sharing this inner dialogue and I um, when I'm in different situations and afterwards I'm reflecting on thinking is this how I wanted to react or did I just react like this because I haven't questioned it before? What would have been what would have maybe been different if I had a different reaction and had one quality more present than the other? Do you sometimes like do you just accept are you just accepting in a conversation argumentation that argumentation discussion um do you argue is it worth arguing should i put some more emotion into it and be more on the softer side or like what is the what would the different outcomes be what what do i want to put in and what do i want to or what do i want to get out and what do i need to put in to get that but that also sounds like it's very very instrumental i don't want to always be like strategic with what i do it's just i think yeah then actually more like an identity question to be more aware of your qualities that you want to um bring out in yourself and in others that actually makes a lot of sense so what i said if you're being more empathetic than someone else might show a more empathetic reaction as well. And that's essentially what you want to, what uh, what I would want to um, inspire. Like you should also kind of similar to when people say you should act the same way as you would want to be to people to act or like treat people how you want to be treated. Maybe that helps you in understanding what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, what is, um, yeah, my head is an interesting place. So, moving on from this or not moving on but it's it kind of goes into playing the strong one being the strong one not playing a role because i'm not like i don't w- wouldn't want anyone to have to feel like they play a role or if you feel like you have to play a well role, then you should really not because then that's not you and it's authenticity as i said is a really important thing but by being the strong one who like takes on responsibilities, handles challenges, and also while managing yourself, you're always supporting others, being there for them, and then you're balancing everything in your personal life and work and so on, so on, so on. When you take on that role, a lot of the times, it can be easy to lose touch a little bit with your true self, which is, I think, exactly what I'm like questioning where when you're constantly focusing and have to focus on being strong and competent, then this softer emotional part maybe gets lost and then kind of rediscovering that, okay, where would I naturally actually have this or would want to bring that in? I think that's an important thing to ask yourself because otherwise you feel always under so much pressure and stress and... It's also important to be able to receive support from others. Um, and Being able to share, again, be vulnerable and share these things. Yeah, make yourself vulnerable by, but then knowing who you actually are. Wow. Okay, this is a deep, deep thoughts. So how could you maybe change this situation like i said reflecting on situations and your experiences and values um to find out your true self actions so how you would react not in like a default Way or uh, now the question is Is your default reaction? Sorry, I just actually moved away from the microphone. I hope you could still hear that. Um, is your default reaction your natural reaction, or is your default reaction just something that you're you used to? You're not thinking about it anymore because you kind of trained it, but it's actually against what you maybe would naturally do if you reflect on it and discover it, your um and are really aware of your personality and how y- you would express that. Did that make sense? I hope so. Um, Yeah, so self-action, what you would prefer, is that different to how you're reacting and then actively try. That's what I'm doing right now, like actively trying out when I'm in a situation and I have some time to think, um, okay, so maybe I'm going to try to be a bit more like this in my reaction or now I'm going to be more tough and less empathetic and care more or da 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 you know i don't know maybe this is weird maybe someone's gonna listen to this and like what is she on about um again showing vulnerability embracing your support system and one thing that i also need to be a bit better at is setting boundaries for yourself because if you're always being the strong one and you're always there doing your work, supporting others and all of it. It's a lot of pressure and then it can get easy to yeah, get lost in it, as I said. So setting boundaries and manage your responsibilities. To kind of try to close the circle back to the beginning of um, mindset. Mindset is also ultimat- ultimately what influences your emotional resilience and vice versa. Right, So remember the importance to build a positive mindset to enhance that emotional resilience and be more in check with your true self. (laughs) Deep and meaningful conclusion. And one way to shift your mindset is to remind yourself of positive things and your strength, obviously, as I said earlier as well. And a big part of that for me is celebrating small wins. So emphasizing the significance and acknowledging and celebrating small achievements in your personal and professional life. That's something that one of my friends always stresses, like a long, when you have, especially when you're working towards a bigger, higher, less graspable goal, it's really important to create small wins on the way because otherwise it gets so much more draining and frustrating because you're working to this huge goal but and it will be very rewarding when you get there but on the way you have nothing no little step stones to accomplish which makes it so much harder to stay positive and motivated um yeah so for you to be better at this at celebrating your small wins i thought of a small list of little things you should be proud of and Just because a lot of things we just take for granted and assume that it's normal to do that and we don't even feel accomplished about doing them. So I'm going to read you that list. First of all, and one of my favorites, is making someone smile or even laugh. I love to be on the receiving end of that. And if someone makes me laugh, they already have a special place in my heart. But at the same time, it's also a really nice feeling if you make someone smile and laugh and that can be, it just gives, you know, you just took away some pressure and added some ease to their day. And I at least like the feeling of that on both, being on both sides. It's just nice when someone um, genuinely laughs and has this moment of happiness. So that's that's always very nice. Secondly, spending time alone very important can be a bit uncomfortable for some people more than others some people really enjoy it but it's definitely something like an accomplishment uh, because it's important for you to also have some time to listen to your own thoughts maybe enough after listening to this episode maybe i should <laughs> have a little less time to listen to my own thoughts because i don't know if that was like very confusing what i just said <laughs> please let me know um thirdly making time for yourself goes with the second one and prioritizing doing things that bring you joy and that make you happy whatever that might be also taking care of your body and taking care for taking time for self-care next one that one I think is really nice Um, doing something new goes with the whole pushing yourself out of your comfort zone it's sometimes it is uncomfortable because it's out of your comfort zone right but it's always going to be an enriching experience and that can be anything from like hobby related or trying something trying like a new gym class going to a social event like a i'm actually going to a running club on the weekend i'm excited but i don't know anybody there so yeah that'll be interesting um also goes hand in hand with the next one doing something even though you're nervous about doing it then it's especially important to do it because then you know, again, it's out of your comfort zone and you know that it will benefit you because it's something new. You're going to learn from it and it's just going to bring you like a new experience, which is just always good. Next one, doing something finally after procrastinating it for a long time. Even though I said at the fir- in the first episode we are not going to procrastinate this year, if you're doing it, it's still a valid accomplishment to celebrate that you... Finally did something after procrastinating for a long time. So you go. Um, Doing things even though your ego might be in the way of it. Um, One example there that I could maybe name is mm, reaching out to a friend after a long time even though you were like, no, I'm always the one initiating stuff and always the one reaching out. I feel like it's this person's turn and they're still not doing it. But then it's really just... Your ego standing in the way of your friendship, which is silly. So, this is just one example. But if you feel that caught your attention and you think of something that you haven't done because your ego is in the way of it, just do it and then be very proud of it. Um, next one is saying no and setting boundaries. Once again, boundaries. It's important and not letting FOMO (laughs) drag you into things where you're not uh, actually 100% sure if you want to do it, want to be there. So, yeah. And second to last, asking for help when you need it. Ensuring vulnerability and strength. Very important. Just going to put it out there uncommented. And lastly... Sticking to your bigger goal or routine that'll lead you towards where you want to be, even though the bigger goal is still further away and it can be monotone on the way, which is exactly why I said before you need to celebrate the little wins, and then you can it's much easier to get to the bigger accomplishment. Another exercise for this, actually, one of my friends. Um, always does this with her family and it was so cringe in the beginning when we um, were traveling together in a group of people and she introduced this at dinner always um, you would go around and everyone would share one thing they are proud of and grateful for that day so then you're kind of um, practicing yeah positive self-talk and positive mindset while the proud of often relates to you something that you're proud of that you did of course you can say something that you're proud of, of others for doing but we would try to focus it on ourselves because that's really hard to think of sometimes um so it's important to practice that and then grateful for obviously is more um likely to include others and that way you just can't become more aware of what you like again build confidence in yourself and what you bring to yourself and others and not to forget all these qualities that you have and things that you have accomplished little wins that doesn't have to be anything big it can be like the tiniest things but just from your personal perception what you're feeling proud of having accomplished in a day and what you're grateful for and it's also nice to hear from other people and it's also sometimes hard to not copy what other people said um that is nice exercise i'm not saying you need to do that every day at uh, at dinner but i try to do it for a while before going to bed so when you're kind of like calming down and closing your eyes trying to switch off your brain it's nice to kind of wrap up and fall asleep on a positive note and wake up in the right headspace And then also someone asked me the other day, and so I will ask you the same question, give you some food for thought. What was the best compliment that you've ever got or what would you say is the best compliment that you could receive? And I know I have mine. I will not say it now. Actually, I will say it in the next episode and I'm going to let you think about it for a week. And I would love to hear your best compliments so that leads me to the final section of the episode. It's actually been a long episode of me rambling. Wow. Um, the knowledge section. Nuggets of knowledge. On on today's mindset and positivity note, I wanted to talk about the power of smiles. I said it as a small win, making someone smile. And I think it's so powerful. And I love it. I'm Also, when I'm biking through Copenhagen and I'm listening to good music or the sun is shining, I'm just happy and have a smile on my face. And then I make eye contact with people walking on the sidewalk that I'm passing by and they smile back. It's always such a nice feeling like just you made a stranger smile. And then for at least a few seconds afterwards, they're like, oh, that was nice. And it just automatically sends positive... um, What's the word? Like the smile, like the physical act of smiling makes your, switches your brain to think positive, right? So yes, the power of smiles. According to a well-known smile expert, um, he says that smiling itself actually makes us feel better rather than smiling being the result of feeling good kind of like what i just said with people strangers on the street and there is something contagious about seeing others smile and you can make someone smile on so many different levels like just smiling with your mouth or also your cheeks but then also smiling with your eyes like this really like happiness in your whole face and being really expressive in your eyes are just glowing um and then you can express so many different things through a smile, from sincerity to contentment, excitement, joy, kindness, and yeah, happiness, laughter, like jokes kind of vibes. And smiling releases endorphins, which are a natural, uh, also, no, it releases endorphins, natural painkillers, and serotonin, so these three neurotransmitters that make us feel good. So it's sort of like a natural drug that elevates our mood and relaxes our body and also actually reduces physical pain. Overcoming difficult situations is also so much easier with a smile. So sometimes it's again like fake it till you make it even with a positive mindset if you're in a tough situation and you just trick your mind into thinking positive. Just put a smile on and at first maybe it feels fake but then when it comes to your brain, it'll help you keep an optimistic mindset. And yeah, what I love, as I said, it's a bit, it's contagious. What I love about it is that you can spread those benefits and you have the power to affect others around you with a simple smile. And while maybe not everyone's going to smile back from my experience, still a lot do, and it's just a nice feeling. So when we smile at others, it often evokes a reciprocal smile and then creates like this chain reaction of happiness. So imagine you smile at a stranger on the street and then they're smiling and they're looking at someone else making an contact, who then also starts smiling. And then eventually through one day, the whole s- everyone in the whole city has a smile on at one point and maybe you started it. I just love that that idea. So... On that note, I'm going to end this episode, which was um, different to the ones before. Um, And remember to smile. Make someone smile today or after listening to this. And I will talk to you again next week with another Career Talk episode. Have a great week and talk to you soon. Bye.